BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. To everyone except Claudia. Oh my God. Jackie woke up on the wrong side of the bed because Theo wanted to sit with me today instead of her. That's not what happened. You guys all saw. Literally, as we were counting down, Theo's here. Like, he's lost his courage about jumping up, so I was tapping him to get him up, you know, trying to instill some confidence in him. And Claudia just, like, summoned him over there. Just ripped him right out from under me when I haven't sat with him all week and he matches my outfit. The thing is, is that Theo sits where he wants to sit and like me tapping would not have, if he wanted to you sit with you, you me tapping would have done nothing. I feel no. like I've actually done that before. I, I let my son choose his own destiny and his destiny included sitting next to me today you, and I'm certainly not going to hinder on that. You being his mom, like he went to go play over here and then mom was like, come back here and he's a good son and he obeys orders so he, no, he doesn't. ran back no, to he mom doesn't. and he didn't he didn't hang with the empties and i just it was hurtful happy hurtful. friday everyone friday friday we've been waiting four days for one it's today enjoy it relish savor in it. it savor it yes happy friday last day of waking up early today was a rough one waking yeah. up and because it's a little bit like moody here mm-hmm. in new york i was just like you know the feeling of like being snuggled under your covers yeah you know i went to bed in new york city but i woke up in moody's point <laughs> And that's crazy. Also, like, as someone who suffers from RLS, like, the morning is when I'm in the least amount of pain. So I was just like... I heard um, that you had an enormous amount of outreach from the RLS community. I had an enormous amount of outreach. And then I also had outreach about the outreach. People being like, what were the suggestions? Like, I have RLS too. And so I got a lot of people telling me to take magnesium supplements. I had a lot of people telling me to take iron supplements. So then I said I was going to do those things. And then I got a lot of people telling me that iron makes you constipated. Watch out. Your body doesn't produce it naturally. So I'm like, okay, never mind. Not taking those. But you don't actually eat a lot of meat. I feel like you actually could benefit from taking iron. I feel like you bruised like a peach. Yeah. And I could also benefit from eating more meat. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep that in mind. But I don't think I'm going to take the iron. I think the magnesium should help. And then also they said that crossing your legs is harmful for the RLS. Yet here you are. So I need to be like uncrossing my legs. But like I don't know how to sit on this show. Cross your ankles. No, but like. That's nice. Cross your ankles. That's what I do. Sometimes I don't like sitting with my legs crossed, but you literally just can't like spread your vagina all over the couch. That's not that bad. So I cross my ankles. It's very elegant. That's what the queen does. She doesn't even cross her. She doesn't even cross her legs. Yeah. I cross my legs so tight. Sometimes they like wrap around each other. I know. But I have to like, that's a thin person thing because I could barely get one leg over the other. Gotta give them a break. Okay. I'm gonna try Um, the ankles. We have a fabulous show for you guys today. You know, it's a big Friday in the pop culture industry. Tons of new music. Mm -hmm. Um, I just would be remiss 
devastated and even heartbroken if I didn't mention the new Luke Combs deluxe album songs. So his album, which came out um, a year ago. Yeah, in November. Wow. I can't believe that was a year ago. Um, was fabulous. And now we got his deluxe version with five new songs, one of which we have already heard and one of which is Forever After All, which he released the bridge of on TikTok a few months ago, which was such a brilliant marketing move. People have used it like for all their like wedding videos. And now we have the full song. And sometimes when an artist releases a song on TikTok, you can't help. You've hyped it up so much. You can't help but be disappointed. Seven Summers got leaked on TikTok. Morgan Wallen, Seven Summers. And like people were furious that it wasn't as good, even though I think it's great. Um, and this song just like lived up to the hype and then some. It's so beautiful. It's like the perfect country song. It's the perfect love song. The All the songs on Luke's new. Um, it's so funny. Like, I don't really relate to any of Luke Combs' music. Like, my favorite song, besides Forever After All, of the new songs that he released is called... Um, Blue Collar Boys. No, well, so that's what I was going to say. The new song is um, my, my Kind of Folk. It's all about people who go to church and then wake up on Monday, go, go back to work, then they fish on the weekends. And it's like, can't relate to anything on this level. Like, don't go to church, don't fish, I've never seen a deer in my life. But I'm like, my kind of folk. Like, yeah. uh, and that's how I feel his other song, Blue Collar Boys. There's guys like us, blue collar boys. And I'm not a blue collar boy, but. You're a white collar girl literally. today. I'm a white collar criminal. Um, no, I really am. Not a blue collar boy, and I am fucking obsessed. And I'm saying that song, blue collar boy. Like, that's what Luke comes out to you. And I think that's what a good artist does transcends, you know, societal boundaries. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. And then we also have new music from Ariana Grande. Which we have one person in our comments who is RDH if they don't let us know that we have to talk about it. For the last two days, we like haven't mentioned it because, like, I don't know. Ariana Grande releasing a new song. Like, I don't know if that's newsworthy. No, here's the thing. We actually did make it a story last week when she tweeted new music was coming. And we're like, our AG6. And it started like this whole conversation. About Selena Gomez. And so we talked about the fact that she said she had new music coming. But the new music hadn't come yet. What do you want us to talk about? Yeah. The song dropped today. It's called Positions. And Claudia and I have some differing opinions. I was just watching the music video and I thought it was so cute. Cute. And Claude is just not impressed. No, it's not that I'm not impressed, but to me, Ariana Grande is unequivocally maybe tied with like Adele and Beyonce, like the greatest vocalists of our generation. And I'm just constantly like, and the music she puts out is not bad by any means, but it's good for someone like, like a BB Rexa. Do you know what I mean? I know she's always my example and I fucking love BB Rexa and I don't know why I keep like putting her down, but I don't know. I just, I really expect a lot from Ariana Grande and I feel as though... Her old music used to deliver way more than her current music does. Like One Last Time, Break Free, Vodka Soda. You know, like those songs were so um, powerful and I feel like really highlighted her vocals. And now she's like in this whispery tone and it's like, it's just, it's good. It's not bad music by any means. I'm just like, I have very high standards for her and currently I'm not impressed. Okay. I think that's a fair assessment though. I liked the song. I thought the video was so cute. Her looks were so on point. And I love to see a little glamour. Yeah, no, I like, I love people who um, like invest in their music videos and don't just do music videos because like that's what celebrity pop stars do. Yeah, music videos are important to Ari and they have like the past few have been really, really good. So she has set the bar high for her own music videos. But I just like miss the time. Like imagine if she put seven rings out now and like it would fall so flat. Yeah. Because it's literally like all about material items. Mm-hmm. But, like I just miss like the world that we used to live in. The where materialistic like, world. The materialistic world was like whoever said money can't solve your problems. No, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bet it's hard to like release music in this 
day and age like what do people want no I know but that's why like we're getting this vibe now I feel like Justin Bieber's new song hits the nail on the head lonely yeah, oh, literally the past three nights into bed Ben is literally lonely. it's so annoying he like just learned the song and he can't get it out of his head and he's like literally looking at me and he's like uh, are you okay that is just so funny it's so annoying and then he's like oh, God, I never heard you laugh like that He's also it's like then being like Theo. That is so funny. And I'm like Ben, like he like Ben doesn't really keep up with music, you know. So I'm like when he knows a, a song that just came out, it's shocking to me. And he's like I'm so low. And I'm like, how do you know that song? It's just it's he doesn't keep up with. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a song you could, like, sing along with. Oh, ask Ben. You definitely can. <laughs> I will when I see him tonight. Also, I made a, uh, a statement a few days ago on The Toast that I want to start implementing in my life, which is watching Jeopardy. Okay. And I, of course, forgotten to watch Jeopardy every single day since then because it's, like, at 7 o'clock. And at 7 o'clock, I'm in a transitional period, like, from day bed to night bed. And it's just, I'm busy. And I've realized now three days in a row I forgot to watch Jeopardy. But um, some of the collections are on... Netflix and it's like a collection of winners um so I'm watching this guy's streak right now his name is John Hill he is the cutest like geekiest like dad ever I'm obsessed with him and I watched three episodes of Jeopardy last night and I'm telling you I don't know if it was just I I wanted to watch Jeopardy because I feel like I am dumb like I don't know a lot about history or just like trivia or math or literature I just I wasn't good in school and I never like kept up with my trivia and I put on these three episodes and I don't know if maybe I was like just watching three episodes that were literally geared towards me but like Ben like my husband like thinks that I'm the smartest woman alive I must have gotten over three episodes like 15 to 20 answers it was crazy and some of them I was just guessing out of my ass they were like showed a picture of this building in LA built by world-renowned architect and I literally know one architect so I'm like Frank Lloyd Wright and it was Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, yeah, you told us. Oh, I did? About Frank Lloyd Wright. Yeah. Oh, well, 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 but you know what you should do? No, but then even there was one about the Charlotte Bronte. There was a whole category. And I was like, Jane Eyre, because that's literally the only Charlotte Bronte novel I know. Jane Eyre. So Ben thinks I'm like so smart. And I just got to like keep the ruse alive. You know what you should do just to mess with him? You should watch. record an episode of Jeopardy, watch it, get the answers. And then like when it's Jeopardy time, like play yesterday's episode and have every single answer. That's a great and he'll idea. And literally freak out. And record it for Patreon. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, I like that idea. No, I just honestly, I think that more people, more young people should be watching Jeopardy. Okay. And um, I realized that Alex Trebek has the best job in the world. Like, he literally sits there and does nothing. And I don't even think he's reading the clues. I think they're pre-recorded. Because it has a lot of, like, foreign words that, like, he probably has to, like, practice pronouncing. And I, I think he pre-records the the hints interesting okay maybe yeah. I'll check it out sometime but as you know my content plate is full last night um I was reading Mariah Carey's novel it is a certified novel definitely and I just got to part two which is called I think Sing Sing so I think it's about like the first part was clearly about her um childhood and now I think we're getting into her teenage years where she starts to rise to stardom so I was like this is a good place to Stop. set it down for now and hopefully I have a chance to finish it this weekend but it is just so good it is so good. It is. It is so good. So good. So good. I got you. Bum, 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 bum. 
Um, so. So without further ado, is that what you're going to say? Yeah, because we have the Fast Five. We have a little Kardashian yeah, recap. S- I have Kelly's mindless news to share. Yeah, we've got some shit to talk about. So I think without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> and while that may be true, I would be remiss devastated and heartbroken yes a case of the rdh if i didn't let everyone know that today's episode is brought to you by our patreon channel what is patreon you ask well the morning toast is here monday through friday for free but if you're ever looking for more content can't get enough of your two favorite gals head over to patreon.com slash the morning toast it is our premier subscription service you can pay seven dollars and 99 cents to get five extra episodes every month from jackie and i those episodes are podcasts they're vlogs videos anything more behind the scenes family members olivia ben literally anyone you want um it's fabulous it's a fabulous way to get more to content and to support your favorite show. Patreon.com slash The Morning Toast. Once you sign up, you get access to all the episodes we've ever done, which now is like two years, I think. It's like over 200 episodes. So it's a fabulous $7.99. So check it out. Patreon.com slash The Morning Toast. Sign on, get premium content. And for existing patrons, we just um, posted a Patreon episode yesterday where we did what's in our bags. And Claudia and I showed you like us weekly style, what we have in our bags. Yeah, it's... Pretty shocking. It's pretty personal. Yeah, personal it is. stuff. Tampons. Um, okay. First story. Tyra Banks is slamming reports that she doesn't want Real Housewives on Dancing with the Stars. This, okay, I saw her, the initial report saying that she said that. Saying that she said that she's the host of Dancing with the Stars now, and apparently someone said that she said that she doesn't want Housewives on the show. And I just have to say, let's say Tyra Banks does feel this way. She's a host. She's not a casting producer. I don't really think Tyra Banks has any say in who gets cast on the show. Yeah, I would agree with that, but it's also not true. Her longtime publicist said this is 100% untrue. She's a huge fan of the Housewives, and everyone knows Tyra is a businesswoman first. As a businesswoman, why would she say anything against the Housewives? She has nothing to do with casting. Right. We're told that Tyra even tried to just get one of her really good friends on the Housewives. She watches oh. the shows. She loves them. Oh, that's She's also familiar with Cynthia Bailey for modeling, and even Marcel, because she got her start on, on America's, America's Next Top Model. Model. Oh, that's so interesting. So I feel firmly that those reports were untrue and like make no sense yeah but it is an interesting jumping off point for Tyra in the Dancing with the Stars universe um because this is her first season hosting we're about halfway through the season and I only watched the first few episodes of Dancing with the Stars and she seemed to have like a a tough time finding her her footing um and I of course read people on social media and people on social media are just like automatically negative like nobody's tweeting if they think Tyra's doing a great job like they only tweet if they have something bad to say but I am curious to see where it takes her like is she going to do another season would they ever bring back tom and erin like it was like a a transition for them and i'm seeing an overwhelming amount of people who are unhappy with it which is shocking because i love tyra but i did see her stumble you know a few times interesting i feel confident that she'll find her footing and that they will not bring back tom and erin and it will it will work itself out i, think I, it's I just hope like- they don't bring back tom and erin i really don't like even though i was sad to see them go to bring them back would just be stupid yeah. Have you been watching Dancing with the Stars? No. Um, I, I watched until Carol Baskin got eliminated, I think, because I just, that's what I needed to see, like, for my own soul. Um, but I've had a hard time keeping up because, you know what, it's the same as The Bachelor, two hours, once a week, and then between that and The Bachelor, like, I need self-care. Yeah. No, I hear you. And they do a really good job of, like, not spoiling. Like, I still don't know who's been eliminated because all of the stories about it, it's like, 
guess who's been eliminated but they don't say it in the title and i don't care enough to click so yeah. like i have no idea how it's going that's what they do with the masked singer except too except that i know that chriselle is still on because every week there's like a new story about who she's dancing for yeah in people magazine yeah um yeah no i agree with that they do that with the masked singer too like when they make reveals they know like i actually don't know one person who's ever been on the masked singer because i've never watched it mm -hmm. um but there are a lot of claims there's a video going viral on tiktok people think they figured out it's tori kelly and that's totally her how could it be Tori Kelly? She's literally a singer. Is like I don't understand. The mass singer is singers. It's, no, but I feel like it's also like people that you don't expect to sound the way that they're sounding. I think it's both. Both. Like okay. it's meant to be people. Like I could tell you Tori Kelly's voice. That's why I don't think it's her. It's, her voice is too recognizable. That wouldn't be like. And Leanne Rhymes. People are guessing because she sang a song, a Lizzo song. I'm crying because I love you. And there's a video of her like in the past on her tour bus, like performing that song with like her band. And it sounds very similar. Oh, I actually think she would sound so good on that. Yeah. Leanne Rhymes, you know, all the drama with Brandy Glanville aside is actually a very talented songwriter. I mean, this is vocalist. Yeah. I'm sure she's a talented songwriter too. She is. Interesting. I can't get into The mass Singer, but I'm sure I would like it if I did. Hypothetically, I would like to get into it because I, the idea of like hearing someone sing and then being able to place a name, like a face to the voice is thrilling for me. But the fact that every episode, it's like I watch the first episode and I still don't know who anyone is. They don't reveal it. It's too much. I need instant gratification. Like it's too much waiting. I'm not that patient. Yeah. You should just binge watch old seasons. Maybe. Mm -hmm. But it's still like hours and hours just to find out it's Cody Simpson, you know? Right. Or it's Jordan, uh, Jordan Woods. Um, okay, next story. Some Scream Queens crew news, not about the reboot, which is apparently happening. But Emma Roberts says it's witchcraft that Leah Michelle and Billy Lord and, and I are all boy moms. Oh, and also I didn't realize that they all had like gotten pregnant and had babies at the same time. That's yeah, really sweet. Yeah, and for boys. Cute. Emma Roberts joked that it's pure witchcraft that she will join her former Scream Queens co-stars, Billy Lord and Leah Michelle, when she welcomes her baby boy. I don't know how else to explain it. It was not planned, she recently uh, said on a Sirius XM show. Um, she's expecting a son with her boyfriend, Garrett Hedlund, from Claudia's favorite movie. Two favorite movies, George Rural and Country Strong. Yes, oh my God. I think I'm just now realizing, is Garrett Hedlund my favorite actor? He might be. He's in my two favorite movies. I know. I just feel like he really should have been on Yellowstone. Did you ever finish watching it? I actually agree. It? No. I could not get into it. He reminds me, Casey Dutton's character, like literal physical character. Yes. Is that the brother who was living on the reservation? Yes. Reminds me just so much of Garrett Hedlund. I agree. And I just feel like he could have been up for that part. Or like Taylor Kitsch. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. But back to the Scream Queen's mamas yes you know this an is exciting like a, time to be a scream queen and a scream queen fan this reminds me of how like the vanderpump rules girls are like now all pregnant at the same time together even though i heard them on a podcast say like it was somewhat intentional like they did want to do it together at the same time um but this is like so much fun i feel like motherhood especially like your first baby like can be intimidating like to have like all your friends be going through it at the same time that must be really nice yeah and i really i feel as though friend groups often I don't think people realize that they do this but like people keep in mind like I want to be pregnant around the same time that my friends are being pregnant like I want our kids to you know I don't want to be the first one years ahead of the rest of my friends right. like they, so I think this is kind of like a natural thing that some women do is what I'm learning yeah I think so too very cool. Very cool. And cool for the kids. Cool for the kids and then that makes sense why like when you were growing up you had so many like family friends, which was basically like, and the kids are the same ages, right? Because it's basically just like our parents were friends and then got pregnant like at similar times. Yes, it all makes sense now. <laughs> okay, honestly, growing up is pretty much like understanding things that like your parents did and like realizing like everyone was probably drunk. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like at all the dinners. Like that's going to be me. Yeah, that will be you. I'm, I'm literally going to need a nanny for the children and a nanny for me as well. I just don't know how I can drink as a parent like with my hangovers. It's not about the drinking. It's about like the next two days being down and out. But I think when you go through childbirth you become like a different person medically. Do you know what I mean? Like, like your, your body is so resilient that like a hangover is nothing. I shoved a kid out of my pussy, you know? Wow. You know what? I really hope that's true. And it actually like scientifically makes, makes sense. Makes sense. hundred percent. I'm not making this up. <laughs> yeah. No, it's once you shove a kid out of your machine. You can handle a hangover. You can literally like get a headache and it's nothing. And you just have like more bandwidth physically, emotionally, mentally for pain. For bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Learned and that's something. your daily medical segment from <laughs> Dr. Fichemin. Dr. Fichemin, I was actually sitting this morning thinking about like Dr. Fichemin himself. And I was just laughing so hard as about how like he's like Dr. Theo Fichemin based off of Dr. Leo Fichemin from 30 Rock. From 30 Rock. And it just like cracks me up when I and think. And he's Fichemin because he's such a face man. No, we used to call him high cute face man. Yeah. Man with a face. Um, also, you know what I was doing this morning sitting and laughing? <laughs> um... So somebody started a thread in the Toast After Dark, which is our only existing Facebook group, and it's for Patreon members only. It's a fabulous place. Um, asking, like, when you first started listening to the Toast, like, what were your biggest misconceptions about it? So a lot of people obviously didn't realize that me and Jackie were sisters. A lot of people thought you and Margo were sisters, and then me and Olivia were sisters, and maybe we were cousins. Yeah. Um, just seeing what people thought was so funny. A lot of people thought that Olivia owned the live method yes the gym which, which is, like makes a lot of sense makes so much sense is so funny a lot of people what were the other ones um, um a lot of people thought that you're older than me oh of course of yes. course and a lot of people thought that theo is a human yeah. son yeah. of claudia's people who listen to the podcast don't watch on youtube for like the first couple months were just like assuming i had a son like a human son yeah which i they, do so that's they, not a misconception they learned that theo technically is a furry little friend. Oh my god, I love him so much. I literally dreamt of him as he was laying next to me. Like that's Claudia. That's beautiful. It, it was to like, you know when like you dream about something and like sometimes it's a really good dream. You almost want to go back in the dream. Mm -hmm. But like imagine waking up in in the presence of your dream. That's like stunning. Yeah, it was pretty meaningful. Try not to be jealous. I mean. You know where I stand. I know. Like, I'm putting on a good face. I know, you I know. know that you hurt me. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. But look how happy he looks. Like, I don't know if he was like... Yeah, no, he's at peace. And that's what I want for him. And if he was laying with you, like, I just don't know if he would be that happy. At the end of the... Like, there's... <laughs> Everyone heard that, right? Because Listen. I'm trying to remain positive and, like, <laughs> and just do what's best for Theo. And yeah. you're throwing daggers. No, sorry. I don't know. I should have <laughs> mentioned this. I'm a comedian. I make jokes. Wow. Hurtful ones. Hurtful. Painful ones. <laughs> Curly ones. Another, Big ones. <laughs> another quote directly from my comedy special, Disgrace Queen, which I haven't promoted in a while. Available on multiple streaming services. You can buy it on Amazon Prime. You can buy it on iTunes. You could buy it on YouTube. You could buy it on Apple TV. Tons of places. You could also rent it on all those places. Check it out. It's a fabulous product and one I'm really proud of. And if you're looking for someone to watch this weekend because we can't do anything, Disgrace Queen, Claudia Ashray. Check guys, it out. It's oh, also, it's, it's available as an audio comedy album if you like to listen to podcasts. It's available on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music. You could also get it there. It's the ultimate content upper oh shit i should have put in our list a little self promo we'll do a sequel to the yes. list oh because i had an addition to the list what because i said so with diane keaton and mandy moore literally the best movie ever okay and also i would like and this would be a great segue into our next story the hannah montana movie okay it's a content upper for me because that's where i first heard the climb and it changed my life yeah 
Our next story, Miley Cyrus announces her seventh album, Plastic Hearts. What? She says, I found myself. You guys, this is like our theory, just like being proven, our hypothesis, um, which is like every new Miley album, like she's finally, she's finally the real Miley. No, it's like, no, 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 guys, this is it. She is finally coming. Miley Cyrus will release her seventh studio album, Plastic Hearts, on November 27th. The pop star announced on Instagram Thursday night. The new album will feature 12 original tracks, including her latest hit, Midnight Sky, as well as live covers of Heart of Glass by Blondie and Zombie by The Cranberries. I can't say The Cranberries without saying the, my Cranberries CD. I think I left it in the <laughs> I quad. I left it in the quad. Oh, my, that's funny. Okay, I gotta wait. go before somebody snags it. Really quickly, of all the like, most recent Miley Cyrus albums, which one did you think was really going to be like, this is it? Like, this is the true this Miley. This is the true Miley? Um, well, I think, oh, there's so many. I, I, I want to say younger now, but I felt like that was like kind of like Granny Miley. I, don't I thought it was going to be um, She Is Coming, that one, Mother's yeah. Daughter. Yeah, but then... I guess it wasn't. No, not at all. But, and I don't, I'm consciously optimistic. I actually think this might be, like, this rocker vibe she's going for. Like, this Joan Jett mullet, heart of glass. I was born to run, I don't belong to It's a really fucking anyone. good song. Oh, no. It's really good. I think she might be getting closer. To the real Miley. And I think that's what it is. Like, all these albums are, like, a step towards. Well, I think that is, you know, a metaphor for life where, you know, every you're always evolving and changing and today is you are the youest you that mm -hmm. you've ever been. Uh, but like to negate all of her previous work by saying like, this is finally me. Right. I don't think it needs to be like that. I agree. You know? Um, I do and, and then like think back to Malibu when it's like, finally oh, we're man. seeing like Miley stripped down. This is who she is. Like, and now I just feel like she's always like, negating yeah. her old work. No, it's like once the press and the promo and the, you know, the album has moved off the charts. Like she's on to another one. Yeah. Even like can't be tamed at that point. Like that was the real Miley. She couldn't be tamed. And like, I really did feel like at that time, that was the real Miley. She that was the real Miley. You know what she should do? Because that album is fucking fire. Agreed. Is she should make a can't be tamed like 2.0 mm -hmm. and re-record it with like her new sound and you know, all of her new vocal skills. It would be unstoppable. Is it love or is it art? Cause the way you got your body moving, it's got me confused. And I can't tell if it's the beat or spark, spark, spark. Oh, so many good and, songs. Know, she recently covered her own song, that song, at an iHeart Musical Festival. And it was amazing. Every rose has its thorn. Every rose, every rose. I know that's actually not her song. It's Brett Michaels. But yeah. I have to say, I do think this will actually be, be probably the most successful Miley album in the last three or four for one reason, and that's because she very organically has taken over TikTok. Her Heart of Glass, the only reason she released Heart of Glass as an official single is because her performance at the iHeartRadio went so viral on TikTok that she capitalized on it. Now her, capitalized, she, now her cover of Why You Only Ever Call Me When You're High also went viral on TikTok. She's like engaging with the content and TikTok is known to make or break music. And I think that TikTok is on her side. So I, like I said, I'm very cautiously optimistic about this album and I will be listening. And you know, I've been very hard on Miley, like mm -hmm. very hard artistically. I just want the best for her. And honestly, I don't think I've seen the best for Miley since Can't Be Tamed album and a, a few songs on Younger now, but pretty much Can't Be Tamed. And I've been very hard on her, but I think, I think we're getting close. Yeah, I do as well. And I'm glad that she's leaning into her covers. Like that is something that we always said. She hits out of the park. The backyard sessions are back. And I think that's, you know, where Miley is the most Miley. But we're going to find out who the most Miley is on November 27th. Yeah, but wow, that's so far away. It is... 
but it isn't. I guess it's like a month. No, I know. It's just it's not as far away as Legally Blonde three. That's so. Is that like our bar now? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, because that was insane. Insane. Like, don't it's announce like, something two years in advance. Like, I get anxiety when like I have to announce something because like I think with my comedy special I left too much time. I announced five weeks before, and like by the fifth week I was we were just exhausted. I'm like, just fucking watch it. Like, <laughs> it's the timing. And so to announce something, you really it's a quibby. You know, when you announce yourself so early, you kind of set yourself up for failure. Yeah, there's definitely a sweet spot of like excitement, hype, but then enough you know, time to get people to prepare, to purchase, to show up, like. But then also I've moved on. Exhaustion, yeah. Okay, this next story is one of the funnier headlines I've seen. Dave Portnoy denies hanging out with Ramona Singer. This is the most strange 2020 headline I've ever seen in my life. The Barstool Sports honcho, also known as El Presidente, recently denied rumors that he and the Real Housewives of New York star Ramona Singer previously hung out together in the Hamptons. He responded via an Instagram. Way, uh, way, uh, way. Oh, shut the fuck up. I hope We're trying to record a podcast. Okay. I hope everyone's okay. Please go away. Drive away. It's like so yeah, upsetting. Yeah. I'm gonna sing till the sound of the siren is gone. Yeah. Okay, can you start again, please? Yes. The Barstool Sports Honcho, also known as El Presidente, recently denied rumors that he and the Real Housewives of New York star Ramona Singer previously hung out together in the Hamptons. He responded via an, via an Instagram message saying, Who the fuck is Ramona Singer? In the original claim, which was posted to Dumois' Instagram story. Oh my God, yes, Dumois with the press. Dumois. Ramona Singer was said to be at a Hamptons haunt some time ago, and Portnoy was in attendance as well. Portnoy then doubled down on his Instagram message saying, um, no, I did not hang out with her. Oh my God, that's so funny. I mean, I feel like they don't run in similar circles, but they definitely hang out at maybe similar places, like upscale New York City Brasseries and restaurants. And also this summer in the Hamptons, perhaps. Right. Yes. They and definitely just, have like walked past each other. No, once. I just feel like they've been in the same room, like not more than one, uh, more than one time. Yeah, I would agree with that. So when I, when I first saw the thing on Dumois, like they were together at a restaurant, like Ramona was like flirting with this young guy. I'm like, she might not have even known who he was, but like, this is totally true. That's hysterical. And I feel like it's still very possible that they were like at the same restaurant and Dave Portnoy just like had no idea who this older woman was. Yeah. No, 100%. I, th- I think they probably eat... I think they have, like, the same taste in restaurants. I agree. Like, elevated, upscale dining. You know what's so funny? One time I saw Dave Portnoy at a restaurant. Me too. And it's it was Avra Madison, which is, like, one of Ramona's favorite restaurants. Yep. It's one of, like, the Upper East Side ladies' favorite places to go. So, like... They definitely have the same taste in cuisine. I saw him at Il Molino, which is literally one block away, which is also like an Upper East Side ladies luncheon <laughs> type of place. So I just think that Dave Portnoy, Portnoy appreciates like an Upper East Side luncheon. Yeah. And I respect that. I respect it as well. I just thought I was a hysterical headline. No, it's so like random. Two people whose names you never thought would be in the same sentence. Yet here we are. Here together. we are. In the same sentence. Speaking of two people who are coming back to the same sentence, Chloe and Tristan were showing some people. PDA at Kim's 40th birthday party. Now, I know they have been previously chinaed, but I chose to unchina 
Because I'm happy for them. Okay. Well, I'm not unchinating them because I just, I'm ex- I get exhausted keeping up with relationships like this. Like, if this was your friend, you wouldn't put up with it. So I'm not putting up with it, with it from Chloe. But I do want to talk about Kim's 40th birthday party and the special they put on this week. So I'll let you discuss and then we can dive into that. The couple attended the KKW Beauty Founders Surprise Bash, which was featured on Wednesday's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. At the party, Tristan was spotted kissing Chloe on the cheek while they posed for a picture in a photo booth. It's unclear when the episode was featured. Filmed. Yes, very unclear. I would like to dive into that. Me too. But the party took place sometime after the duo, duo reunited. So in my head of like their relationship and like what I've made up in my own fan fiction, I feel like they reunited during and due to the quarantine. Well, yeah, I think that, you know, Tristan did not make the NBA playoff. So he's been like out of the bubble for a little while. And in lockdown, you want to be with your family. Yeah. So I think they they were together for the quarantine. And I think that, you know, maybe some sparks were flying. Well, he like seemed to be like fun and like had a good attitude in the episode um, for all the Kim birthday stuff. So I don't know. I, I don't dislike him. I know that I should like because he like. Because he did what he did. Twice. But I, I'm giving him like another chance. I am because I believe in second and I guess third chances here. And. But fool me thrice, shame on me. So I'm going to hold out. I'm, gonna I'm not like shipping them by any means. I just like want True to be happy. I want Chloe to be happy. And like if this could work out, of course, in an ideal world, I would of course want that to happen. But it seems like it may not be able to work out. Yeah. When I was watching the special last night, I'm like, I was like, it must be really awkward for Kylie and Tristan to be in the same room. Yes. You know? Yeah. I don't think that she could acknowledge or like move on in the way that everyone else has. Like Kim and Tristan, it's so crazy. She went from... That was so funny. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the birthday special. I liked, to be honest, when I saw they were doing a 40th birthday special and they were all like sitting in those chairs outside in Malibu and like reflecting on old episodes, like I wasn't going to watch because I just thought it was like silly. But I didn't realize there was like this whole element with the birthday party. And it was really, really sweet. Honestly, I got like a little emotional because the Kardashians have this emphasis, which I really, really love and appreciate on just like memories and nostalgia nostalgia and like taking walks down memory lane and like the fact that like so many of their big milestones in life like include these like home videos and like recreating the diner like I just thought it was really really sweet and like when Kim got out of the car and like she didn't know what was going on and then heard her dad's voice like that that's just like it's beautiful yeah I agree one of my favorite parts of the episode having nothing to do with the emotions though was like we finally got a little clarity on that house with the staircase that everyone's been posting at all summer the Malibu vacation house and it was absolutely beautiful so I was and like the scenes of them just like sitting and eating and talking like I wasn't even listening to what they were saying about like with Mindy and the planning like I was just watching like it was I just love watching them eat like the food looked so good the setting looked so stunning they looked so beautiful I was just like this is just enjoyable stuff. The episode also felt like a major commercial for Mindy Weiss event planning because she just did such a good job and she got so much airtime, like more so than usual. Yeah, well, I'm sure like she did it for free and she got that car, even though it seems like they paid for the party because she was like, I hope it's okay. We got the car because we already got it. No, they definitely paid for it. And then the Tao element was so fun. Like Kim, Kim's like iconic Tao birthdays in Vegas are just like a part of Americana. Like they really are. Yeah. And they just like, it's like they don't they're not obsessed with nostalgia like only from their childhood like also from their 30s like yeah it's so epic and that was just like such a cool unique thing that only they could really do like get Tao open for the night for sure also when they were going down memory lane and you see like Kim cringing so hard at like things that she used to do and then you see like her now with Kanye and it's like she actually summed this up really well 
on Dave Letterman when she was like, we used to try so hard to like be famous mm-hmm. and now we just try so hard to show you like, we're just like you. No, I thought that was, a, I agree, a very interesting distinction because that's what the show was at first. Like photo shoot, this, that. Like, oh, I have to go to red carpet, but mom, Reggie Bush's thing. Like, yes. And now it's just like, hey, who's going to pick the kids up from school? Yeah. It's an interesting shift, but I feel it is also organic. That's why we like didn't realize that it was happening until it happened. Watching the um, highlights of her and Kanye, just like I was literally up staring at my TV screen like, yeah, it was so, so, so cute. I just wish Kim would embrace her jam era a little bit more. Like she did she her has, best. She has so much shame associated with it. And it's such an iconic song. And like, it's not that bad. And her voice, even when she's in the booth, really wasn't so bad. Like I've heard, seen worse on reality TV. And I just need her to embrace it. Turn me up, turn me up. Turn yeah, me. I feel like a few years ago she made peace with it but she doesn't want to be watching it. No, and I think that's why she doesn't like going on Watch Trappens Live because Andy literally brings it up at every corner every time she's been on Watch Trappens Live. It's like, I, I can't, I like, I can't, when she's like, I literally can't look at this, I can't listen to this. Like, I know that feeling. It's like when you watch like, yourself being cringy and you're Shame. just like in, you know, your own bedroom. Yeah, of course. Um, the dress that she wore to her birthday party was absolutely sickening. Like, I never saw a dress so stunning in my whole life that like fit her so well. Yeah, no, they did a great job with, the logistics of getting her to look her best so mm-hmm. that she would be excited for her party. And when she, when they pulled her in to, for the dance and she's just like, is so awkward. Like, no, she's awkward, but so cute and so beautiful. Like I literally like was looking at her. I'm like, this is my queen. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, yesterday we talked about her on Dave Letterman. I, I didn't think I could like feel any more like warmly towards uh-huh. her. And then just watching the special, I was just like even more endeared. I want to talk about the dance for a minute because I'm very hard on Kourtney Kardashian. I'm what you're ve- about to say is literally what I'm about to say. I'm very, very hard on her. And to be honest, like she was the only sister who put in so much effort. I had a lot of respect for her for like, I know it seems silly, like it's a dance, but like it was an important part of the party and like she wouldn't let it go. And none of the sisters wanted to do it. And she ended up doing it alone and she didn't waver in her willingness to do it. And she was like trying to rally everyone. And I just had like, I know it seems so silly, but like I had a lot of respect for her in that moment. No, I had a lot of respect for her in the whole episode. She was really being like a big sister. Yeah. And like, the Courtney that is the best sort of Courtney they weren't fighting about work or this or that or push and you know yeah all this nonsense she they were just being siblings and she was being the big sis and like I felt warmly towards her as well I think that of all of them Courtney probably has had the most success like emotionally and mentally from lockdown like spending time with her kids not having to deal with like outside factors they can't film they can't do photo shoots and you know that's the stuff that doesn't make her happy and she just like wants to be with her family and that's what she's been doing for the last six months and there was definitely like a different vibe to her she was like lighter and funnier and she didn't seem like hostile towards anyone and it was a great Courtney yeah a great Courtney I picked up on that as well it was a good special I liked it I'm ready to go back to regular episodes because like I need to see Chloe get the coronavirus but well not that I want to but I just like want to see what happened yeah um so I'm ready to return to our regularly scheduled programming as am I but it was a nice little treat a nice content upper um before we wrap up today I have a little news to share do you would you say that it's mindless news it is a segment or is it mindful no no it is definitely a segment of Kelly's mindless news like the 4th of July. Now, I will post the proof on our Instagram. As you always do. But in the meantime, Kelly Ripa shares glimpse into unseen living room in the Hamptons with God in view. So what do you think this means? Like, what are you as an average reader? Okay, so <clears throat> now that I'm getting keen to no, KMN. No, no, no. No, I'm saying it's a, it's a picture of Kelly in her living room where you could see bits of a living room and like out a window. Okay, no, no, but I want you to like 
Don't answer that way. What would you, you read this article, you were an Oh, average- of course, I think it's like a carousel spread architectural di- digest style photos of a living room and a garden view. Well, you're wrong. Kelly Ripa has a beautiful home in the Hamptons where she spends a lot of her weekends. And the Live with Kelly and Ryan star recently shared a glimpse into one of those into inside one of the property's many living rooms. This spacious area has a monochrome theme, features a cream sofa, as well as a table with gray chairs and a black shelf filled with wine glasses. The room has beige curtains and a large window overlooking the family's large garden. Okay, so that's a decent amount of descriptors. Table, chair, couch, drapes, window. Show me the KMN. What the fuck? You're lying. I swear. It's a selfie, you guys. Oh, my God, you guys. This is, this is not even... And it's from an IG story. It's not, it's not like a post photo. It's not even what I thought it well, was going to be. I didn't know I could still shock you with the camera. <laughs> that was so fucking crazy. No, I know. I thought it was going to be a picture like uh, in feed of, of her, her like, sitting, sitting on, on her couch. couch with her living room looking pretty behind her. Like, still not cause for a news article, but it's KMN. It is what no. it is. You guys, this is crazy no it's so disgraceful on behalf of hello magazine no no no. that is so crazy but kelly is um encouraging people to register to vote which everyone should do so if that's what we take away from kelly's mindless news it's not so mindless it's not so mindless and that's all you can ask for for a segment of kmn a little mindfulness um that's our show that's our week anything you want to say before we depart for two days of alarm free living no i'm just so looking forward to getting to that place i was like in my bed this morning snoozing my alarm and i was like this is the last time we can do it. And I was like in there thinking like about, I was gotten to like a really delicious position. Nothing like, better than when delicious. You're like, it, Cause it's really like a crime of the world order that like when you go to sleep, you can't get comfortable. Mm-hmm. But when you wake up and you have to get up, you, you've never been more comfortable. Beds feel so much better at 8am than they do at 8pm. Yeah. No, like I don't know what the science is behind that, but it's not there. Why can't it be delicious when I get in? And then uncomfortable when I have to get out, right? It ain't right. I was just like. (laughs) No, I know what you mean. It's absolutely devastating. I'm actually dealing with something in my bed right now, um, (laughs) if you wanted to know. So me and Ben recently, not recently, but a few months ago, we had a new mattress, Tempur-Pedic, highly recommend. And we've been loving it. But it's a, I would say it's a bigger mattress height-wise than our previous mattress. And our Brooklyn in sheets, we wake up every morning, the sheets are curled up off the corners like in a ball at the bottom and we're like laying on the mattress which honestly the mattress is so soft and comfortable I don't mind but it is a little annoying so a week ago I ordered um these little gadgets they're like suspenders you put on the corner whatever it's like this whole thing and it worked and I like returned to this peaceful place in my bed and this week for the first time in a while I had my housekeeper come and I don't know where she put the little suspenders suspenders. and like I had Pete's for a week and now I can't find the suspenders and I woke up this morning where's the sheet in a ball on the floor that is so crazy we both sleep very aggressively but that's wild but we also have the sheet problem like I think any human would have the sheet problem but it might not end up on the floor yeah do you guys use a top sheet also Fuck no. What do you think? We're sociopaths? That might help. Why? Because sometimes your top sheet like takes the brunt of the kicking and the... But don't you lay underneath the top you sheet? You do, but like it might just disorient your top sheet. You should just try it. No, honestly, because I'm the one making the bed and I'm not dealing with the flat sheet. It's it's honestly a terrorist organization. Like it's <laughs> it's terrorizing. I don't know. I think like part of growing up is realizing the value of the flat sheet and why you even have one. I used to... Like when I was... Um, younger like five years ago I used to like use the top sheet as like I will sleep 
on top of my top sheet and then in two weeks I will take my top sheet off and then I'll sleep on my just regular sheet. That way I don't have to change my sheets That's as often. That's very smart. Isn't that pretty smart? Yeah. But now I go the full Monty and Do and you have a top sheet? Yeah, and I'm just like... So you sleep on the top sheet underneath the under- top sheet and underneath your comforter? Yes. On top of the stretchy sheet? Yes. Very interesting. And then sometimes if you're feeling a little warm, you yes. take off your comforter and then you're just with your top sheet. Like very, top sheets are very sexy. sexy. To me, that is the only value of a top sheet. When you get hot, to just sleep with it alone. And that's what I do like in hotels if I get hot. Got it. Just something to consider. No, I'm, I'm definitely considering it. But it's so much added work for like laundry and but bed I making. But I feel as though like the two hardest parts of bed making. First, duvet cover. 100%. Second, getting the corners of your corner sheets on the bed while not coming off of the, the other, other side. Corners. The top sheet is a walk in the park. No, let me ask you, do you tuck your top sheet in all around? I stuff it away so it's not hanging out the bottom. No, but I mean when you're sleeping, do you pull it out of the tuck or oh, you keep it's it out in the of, tuck? Oh, it's out of tuck. Yeah, Ben would kill me. Like I know he he like relates so hard to that episode of Seinfeld where like George Costanza's in the hotel and they like tuck the sheets in too tight and he gets like stuck <laughs> in the bed. And it's true. Like honestly, when sheets are so heavily tucked that you like get a cramp trying to kick it out. Yeah. Then, then it's like my bed has become a negative place and I, can, it, I just can't have that. Ever. Well, first of all, I just want to say like my top sheet is always loosey-goosey. So that's not an issue. And it sounds like your bed is already giving you some negativity. So No, 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 no. It's not. It's not, even though you just said. No, I, I have a fix. I just need to find my suspenders. <laughs> and like, I don't know how to text my housekeeper and be like, where are the suspenders? I just can't imagine that the suspenders are easier to operate than the top sheet. No, you put them on once and literally I, they were on for a week before I had to change my sheets. No, I forgot they were even on and I woke up every day and my sheet was, I was still on my sheet, which was crazy. Does anyone else have this problem? I like Googled it. I thought it was like a very common thing and I only found like some weird like sleep apnea blog, which recommended these Amazon things for me and they worked, but it doesn't, it seems like this is either an untapped market or nobody has this problem except for me. No, because that I've never heard of it, but I don't want to, you know, say, and I don't want to make you feel like, you know, like it's me, like it. So maybe it sounds like it's something that could be a thing, but it also sounds like the two of you, maybe you both have extreme RLS maybe, and your legs are just so restless. It's possible. They're taking off the sheets or maybe it's Theo sabotaging you. He would never, he might. All right, you guys, that's our show. Now that's our show. Have an amazing weekend. Be nice to your friends. Sorry. I sound like Ellen. Oh my God. But still really be nice to your friends. Wear a face mask. Don't drink and drive. Register to vote. Find, um, well, vote at this point. Oh, true. (laughs) Find moments of inner peace for yourself. Take some time for yourself. That's the best advice you could have given our audience. Don't forget to find inner peace. Yeah, even if it's just a few minutes of inner peace for for the whole weekend. Right, the thing about about inner peace is that it's constantly fleeting. So when you have it, just savor it. Savor. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox. We're now available on Amazon Music. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review, please, about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are because we just read our reviews and they're really fucking mean. You guys, they're so crazy and terrible, but you know what? I think that's like what the reviews are for. Like I've written them off. I actually think that soon Apple will get rid of um, reviews, like written reviews, because they have become such a talk. Like they're a place 
for like trolls who live in their basements like yeah it's, no, that's where they exist it's like yelp you know you only write a review and you have something negative to say yeah. i don't know how that's productive so we'd appreciate any positive reviews i really would <laughs> um maybe talk about like how beautiful we are stunning or smart have an amazing weekend we will see you guys on monday we got a big week next week don't forget two big announcements from jackie and i and i just want you to gear up get yourselves mentally ready yeah it's gonna be a fun and then it's halloween show on friday so it's just gonna be a super fun week to round out the month. And we're just going to soak up each other's awesomeness. Oh, yeah. Have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you on Monday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.